Merry Christmas. There we go. I wasn't waiting. I was just uh, turning the mic on. Merry Christmas. Welcome this evening to Big Woods Bible Church. What a joy it is to be here tonight that we can celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I welcome you here this morning or this evening. Ah, habit. <laughs> habit. It is habit. But, um, you know, I just want to mention this is a great time uh, for us to celebrate together as a family. And, uh, and so I know there's lots of children in here. I just want to remind you that we love children. I love when they sing along and when they cry along and whatever it is that they're doing, we are glad that they are here. So please don't, uh, don't get antsy if the children get antsy. We want you to be here and we want to celebrate uh, together. So uh, with that, why don't you uh, stand with us, and if you're in an overflow room, feel free to sing along too, and uh, we're going to sing together. So join us. The word for
having the choir behind me. I'm just powerful <laughs> on that song. It is awesome. It is awesome. And so we're here celebrating the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. It says in John 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. And in Him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And it continues, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And it's with joy that we proclaim the birth of the Lord Jesus.
choir. It is uh, now time where we're going to give opportunity to bring offering uh, this evening. Uh, we have a, a, a manger, actual feeding trough from a barn. We have one up here and one downstairs in the, uh, in the downstairs overflow room. And uh, as tradition, we usually have the children come forward. So as we sing uh, this next song, we'll come all ye faithful. I invite the children to come and give an offering uh, before the Lord. And if you don't have children, you can be a child at heart, that's okay. And so uh, would you stand with us and, uh, and we'll sing, O Come All Ye Faithful. And again, just an opportunity to uh, give offering before the Lord uh, this evening. Remember that he was the creator God of the universe. You know, I can't say it as well as Philippians 2. It says this, Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. But he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. And therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him that in, as the name that is above every name. So that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord 
to the glory of God the Father.
Thank you so much for ministering to our hearts this evening. Welcome, welcome. It is great to be together, and it's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve. Um, I just received this note, um, and I need to share it with you. It says this, you are invited to Big Woods on Christmas Day at 10.30 for the birth of Jesus. This will be the time of your life from unknown. I'm going to be there tomorrow morning, and I want to let you know that you are invited alongside of me, okay? I think it is more than appropriate. Um, I know, I know, I know that you just sat down, but we're reading the Word of God, the Word of God. And uh, I'm going to ask that you stand one more time as I read to you, I think, a text that you are quite familiar with, but we must, we must begin here. The Gospel of Luke in chapter 2. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the fields keeping watch over their flock. And an angel of, a, of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you, and you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let, let, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child's and all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured up all of these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Would you, would you bow your heads and pray with me? Father, we come to you. In the name and through the work of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we thank you for this opportunity to be together, to lift our voices in praise of who you are and what you have done. Father, I would ask that you would please be glorified in every word that is spoken tonight. May the name of Jesus be exalted and the good news be heard loud and clear. We ask this in the strong and powerful name of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. You, you may be seated. Oh, how I love, how I love, 
um, this time of the year. We have been, many of us have been listening to Christmas music now since Thanksgiving and watching Christmas movies over and over and over again. How many times have you seen Elf or A Christmas Story? I love It's a Wonderful Life, and there's a scene in there that is one of my favorite scenes. It's, it's no one else's favorite scene. It's, it's when George Bailey, Jimmy Stewart, goes up to tuck his little daughter, Zuzu, into bed. It's Christmas Eve. She has a fever because she went home from school without buttoning her coat because she was given a rose, and she didn't want to crush the rose that was in her pocket. And so her daddy says to her, and she says this, will, will you do me a favor? Will, 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 you, will you get some sleep? And she whispers back, only as a little daughter could do, and she says this, I'm not sleeping. <laughs> Why? Because she says, I, I, I want to look at my rose. You know, I, I thought about that, the, the excitement that exists at this time of the year. We are filled. There, there are messages. There are promises of this season all over the place. And frankly, to be perfectly honest, there's a lot of propaganda that is presented to us. This is the season that promises what? All kinds of joy. There's dreams of peace, and there's hope of reconciliation. And tomorrow, families will be hugging, and they will be purchasing you gifts that are like extravagantly beautiful gifts that you will be receiving and opening up and kids will never ever be bored with the toys that they opened up ever again we hear this and if for some reason what happens every single year immediately following what christmas it seems that people slump for some reason into what is referred to now it's the the post christmas blues or depression or even Darkness and, and families still end up bickering and fighting. Kids are still whining and complaining. And you're like, wait a minute, I thought I, I, I heard and I sang the song. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. Children laughing and people passing, meeting smile after smile. On every street corner you will hear. What? Silver bells. You know it silver bells T tonight for a few moments I, I want to offer you something I want to remind you of something that is not going to go away after the gifts are opened up tomorrow morning and, and, and the decorations are put away and the trees thrown out or burned up or whatever you do with it I, I want to give you something tonight that's, that's going to last and it's truth it's all truth and it is this Christmas, you need to remember, is when God showed up to rescue. You ever, you ever been rescued before? Ever anyone dive into the pool to pull you out? They rescued you, they saved you. I remember one particular time I was on a playground, and I was just getting the stuffing kicked out of me by some big bully. And I remember my older brother came up. And, and, and he said this, I heard him. That's enough, Jack. <laughs> kind of thought about it like that's enough. He needed a little bit, but he didn't need that much. And we love it. I love my brother shows up. He's bigger than me. He's stronger. He's taller. He's faster. He's smarter. We love it. 
when someone comes to our rescue. And, and I say, what? Because my mouth can get me in trouble even when I was a kid. And, and, and we say this, I, I'm, I'm with him. <laughs> Let me ask you this. How much better is it? Rather than saying, I'm with him, how much better is it to hear him say, what? He is with me. Do you realize the message of Christmas? Matthew chapter 1 says this. What? The virgin will conceive. She will bear a son. They will call his name Emmanuel, which means what? God with us. God is here with us. He comes to rescue us. That's the whole message and theme that we've got to hold on to at Christmas time. You see, you've got, to, you've got to know that God made a promise very, very early on. He was going to come, and he was going to intervene in the brokenness of this world. You don't, you don't have to look very hard. Listen to what's going on. It has been a rough year. People are anxious for 2016 to end. And, and it's worse than the fact that what? I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus just beat out, oh, come all ye faithful on the Billboard Top 100. That's bad. Like, that's really bad. That's really bad. And yet it's a whole lot worse than that. We, we listen to the news every day. We read it with just more atrocity, more, more, more fears. And there's terrorism and there's shootings and, and, and trucks are driving into crowds of people. Just this past year, homes and schools and churches have all been shot up by people. Now please understand. Please understand this. We, we are not the victims. Do you realize that? We, we are active members in that rebellion. Because since our very first breath, it's not because we have been hugged enough by our mommy or daddy. It's because what? We have a heart that we are unable to fix. Do you realize that? We have a heart that we are unable to fix, even though there's medical advancements and technology and more knowledge. Although there is what? Educational discoveries and economic success all over the place. Achievements. Every time you turn the page and yet man still will not fix. And man cannot fix what is wrong with man. Why? Because deep inside of us there is a wicked, there's a broken heart in here. You're like, well, Merry Christmas to you too. You say, well, speak for yourself, Boger. I, I, I just, you know the guy ringing the bell? I just put something in that little red kettle today. I did. Some of you were thinking that. Like, I'm not that bad. I'm here on Christmas Eve. I can't be that bad. It says in Matthew chapter 1 that she will bear a son and they'll call his name Jesus because he will save or he will rescue his people from their sins. Do you realize that this is not talking about everyone else's sins? This is talking about your sin. And my sin, that's what it's talking about. You and I need to be rescued. And that's what Christmas is all about. There's something big here. 
There's something big behind this story of a baby that's born in a, in a barn and an angel shows up and splits the sky. There's something big about this announcement to these shepherds in the middle of a field, in the middle of the night. I bring you good news, an angel says. Problem is what we have so romanticized and sentimentalized what actually took place here. Do, do you realize that? We just read Luke chapter 2. Let, let me set this context a little bit for you. In this particular culture, Middle Eastern, first century, in this culture, when a firstborn son arrives, okay, what? The family name is intact. It is a good thing. It is a big thing. It's a big deal. So what happened is that people would actually pay for a herald, for an announcement to be made. And if a person was rich, man, there was a big scene, big, loud announcement. The richer you are, the bigger the announcement. Kind of like today when, when, what, when some rich families have babies and they send out these what photoshopped little pictures of this precious little bundle. And, and it's in a card. It's gold embossed. It's wrapped with like special yarns and threads. I remember when our firstborn son, we were still in college. We were just, we were just broke. It was a, I remember it was a, it was a blue bubblegum cigar. It was 99 cents. It was the cheapest thing in the whole hospital gift shop. Here you go. He's here. We're good to go. That's, that's kind of what we... So, so Mary and Joseph, this young couple, they were what? They were, they were broke in every way. They're in a stable. And so what happens here? God heralds. God himself heralds and just the way that you think God would herald is exactly what he does. Now I have read this Christmas story and you have probably hundreds and hundreds of times and there's only there's only one kind of uh, group that makes sense to this entire story and this entire narrative there's really only one uh, that's present, and it's the angels. It's certainly not Mary. Mary's what? At best, I think she's probably a 14, 15-year-old little girl, a servant girl, step above a slave. It's certainly not Joseph. Real time, what is he? He is a dead, broke carpenter from a ghetto little town. That's what Bethlehem was. In all honesty, what? If they had anything, if they had any respect Someone would be giving up their bed for them. They have nothing. It's not Bethlehem. We have what? We've seen the images of this pristine little town. It was this, this town has been run over and ransacked. It has literally been burned to the ground hundreds of times. The place is a ghetto at best. And it's certainly not the shepherds. In our minds... We have one thing when we think of the shepherds. I actually have a shepherd with me. Ace, could you come here? This is our, what, quintessential, you come right out here. This is quintessential cuteness. 
Look at this guy. He's holding a lamb. Thank you, my, my little brother. Thank you. Do you realize the shepherds didn't look anything like that? Nothing. Do, do, do you know? Do you know who shepherds were? You know what they were? They were nomads. They didn't have a home. They moved from place to place. In all honesty, they were the dregs, the bottom dwellers of society. They couldn't get another job. Oftentimes, they were, they were thugs and they were thieves. They were the shady, kind of shifty kind that you'd pull out of a line and just search them and question them because they, they just, that's the type of person. And yet when God shows up to herald as God heralds, Who's the first one, other than Mary and Joseph? Who, who's the first one that he goes to? He announces his arrival to shepherds. Let's, let's, let's replay this scene a little bit. It's Christmas Eve. We can do this. It's a dark night. It's cold. And what happens? One angel literally breaks into the darkness. And the sky is what? It is in unbelievable, undescribable, unimaginable brilliance. Now pause here for a moment and think if you're one of these shepherds, you're behind a rock smoking a joint is what you're doing. Just hoping that nobody's here. Maybe you're counting some of the loot that you swiped from somebody that was passing by. And all of a sudden, what happens? All of a sudden, out of that darkness, good news! <laughs> He's like throwing it, stepping on it. Let's get this out of the way. What? That, that's what good news? He's here. Go see him. And then what? And then, and then after that one angel, literally thousands upon thousands of angels are declaring and announcing, saying what? Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace. Peace. A terrifying scene. And the angel says, don't, 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 don't be terrified. Because he is here to bring peace. Now think about these shepherds. They have experienced anything and everything but peace in their life. And yet that is exactly what God offers them. God knew that we all would need help and we would need hope. God knew that we would need to be rescued from a problem that is a whole lot bigger than a bully on the playground. You see, we have the tendency to what? To pretty up and cutesy up the shepherds. And we do exactly the same thing when it comes to our own life. That's why truth, that's why truth is necessary. Paul said it like this to the church at Galatians chapter 1. It says that Christ Jesus gave himself for our sins to deliver us from this present evil age. Wait a minute, Paul wrote that 2,000 years ago, and he's describing a present evil age. Is he describing our, our time, our society, our culture, context right here, right now? How did he know that? 
Listen to what he writes to the church at Rome. He says in Romans chapter 8, verse 2, that you are set free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Oh, so now it begins to make sense. When the virgin shall conceive, they'll bear a son. They'll call his name Emmanuel, meaning what? God with us. It's better. It's better. It's better than saying what? I'm with him. It's a whole lot better to hear God himself say what? He is with me. That, that is the message that you can hear tonight. Because some of you won't be here until next Christmas Eve. And you, you, you need to hear that what? That, that, that God is saying, I'm with you. Do, do you. do you pause on that? Do you realize who is saying? Who's coming? This is the creator, the one who spoke everything into existence. The one who what, has designed that every single snowflake is different from the next. Well, that's the creator that did that. Every single leaf that turned, every shade different than the next, that's, that's the creator. This is the one who says, I'm with you. He comes here. Every single speck of dust that we see in the lights. Every single grain of sand that he placed there. Every single star in the sky that we just, what, we get dizzy just looking at it and he knows it by name because he put them there. And, and he says, what, I'm here with you. Do you realize that at this very moment we can admit the fact that what, sin is real and that we need to be rescued. I need to be rescued. You need to be rescued. Admit the fact that this whole world suffers from the consequences of sin that exists all around us and confess that. And at this very moment, at this very moment, trust Christ and celebrate the Savior, a gift that was given that what? That what? Is never going to go away after all our little gifts are opened up. That, that's, that's, what, that, that's what Christmas is all about. And hold on to that truth. I was just talking with a man. This is past week, and he was in my office, and he told me his story. And just listening, I was in tears of the hurt the heartache, the abuse that he had suffered. I just wept over listening to the alcoholism. And, and, he, and he said this, he said that it got so bad that he actually was arrested and he was put into a jail cell. And he said this direct quote. He said, it was in that moment when I was in that jail cell, he said this, that's when God showed up. God with us. May you hold on to the fact that we celebrate an amazing Savior, the one, Jesus, who will save us from our sins. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Now, why don't you come and lead us as we close? I want to thank every single one of you for being here. And may you and your families enjoy a very merry 
Christ-centered Christmas. Just stand with us, please, as we close. that you go out knowing the hope and the peace that can only come through salvation from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you go in his peace?